0: Praise the Lord. Brother Lee, come. We love you. Let's give him a hand clap. You know, I just can't help it because I'm not going to be here to see the drama forgiven. I have to step in and just see what you guys were doing and I just felt the Holy Ghost. You know, uh, Brother Willoughby taught me, say, you want the presence of God to come into your sanctuary. Be involved in reaching souls. Amen. You know, every time when, when, when people get involved in either acting or be a part of something, you know, to share the gospel, God gets involved. You know, uh, before I, I'm gonna invite my wife, you know, to come up here to share something that the Lord has placed in the heart. I just want us to turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 19. He says, Then he said to them, Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. I don't know, but when I read the scripture, it's kind of daunting to think about the fact that Jesus didn't say that I'll make you a better husband. Follow me and I'll make you a better businessman. Follow me and you get married. He didn't say that at all. But he said this, you follow me, I'm going to be sure that I'm going to make you fishers of men. And you know, today I'm going to be touching on a subject that I really think that everyone should know about is when fishermen don't fish, what happens? Hello? You know, being a part of the Great Commission, not a great suggestion. Many times we think it's a great suggestion. But really, all of us should get involved in one way or the other, the Great Commission. I mean, some of you say, I, I, I'm afraid to teach Bible study, but I see some of you come and act and, 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 and personalize those characters. You know, I love acting. I do. You know why? Because I feel the character. It's not just going through the scenes, you know. Uh, when, when, when I read a script, I, I want to feel what they feel. And I, as a good, if I'm going to be a good actor, I want to project that character as much as I can so that people can understand what really took place Amen and I believe that every one of us are called to be fishers of men and how that looks is up to God Amen some people say I can't teach a Bible study but they can share their testimony you know what sharing testimony is all about? It's like, like you buy a new iPhone, iPhone Pro 14. and say, this phone is good. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but I know it's good. You need to try it. I mean, oh, 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 my wife used to have a mob that she loves. And she would go to everyone in church and, and tell them, if you're going to buy a mob, buy this blue mob she become a mob evangelist <laughs> and she's a pretty good one and I want her to share her story together with you then you know I'll be teaching you know it's all about being fishes of men. no I, I just can't help it but to think about that God will trust me the greatest message of all God isn't prometic when He saved me if He was prometic, He would save someone else that is more practical than me But He chose me to carry on that great message. And I believe with all my heart that everybody deserves to hear the gospel message. It saddens my heart when in Singapore we will meet people who say, what's the gospel? But they can tell you what Starbucks is. They can tell you what coffee bean is. They can tell you what KFC is all about. But when you say gospel what's that we all have a job to do and jesus christ is coming back again amen i'm excited you know i told sister show that i'm going to get my team to pray and fast for this event amen because i really want to see people safe this gospel works for every culture i'm going to ask my wife to come she is such a blessing to me She is my partner in ministry. Sister Leah, will you come, you know, and share your testimony.
1: First of all, I just want to say that it is such an honour to be back in CAC. I want to thank you all for sharing your pastors with us. Thank you for allowing them to travel all the way to Singapore to minister to our church there. And most important to become our spiritual parents. Because when the Wallabies pass away, we were all praying to Lord, we need spiritual elders in our life who can fill those places, and the Lord brought us and cross our path to meet the soul strengths. So the Lord knew what He was doing when He connected us. And we are living in these last days and God is doing a quick work. And the work must continue. And I'm glad that I'm here. Me and my husband, we are here to be able to bless you back. And, you know, I just want to give you a perspective of how I feel today. There were so many emotions that was going through my mind when I stepped into the service today. There is such a sweet presence of the Lord in this place I hope that you will not take the presence of God for granted Uh, but you know tears were just welling up in my eyes I just couldn't help it when I see the elders coming down the altar and reaching out and praying I wish I could see more of that in Singapore but we don't have many of that generation in our church. And when I look at those elders that came into the front to pray, and I said, Lord, I want to grow all gracefully just like them. They are faithful. And may we stay faithful till the day that you come back for us. And that's my sincere prayer. And more than just being faithful, that we are able to finish the work that he asked us to do you know we have gone through the pandemic and now we actually call it the endemic right right we never expected expected it to last for three years and we have learned to live with that it's a new norm of living but I, re- first, I re- still remember the first two years where we were going through that whole episode where we had to stay home. Where we had to do church at home. Yes. And I tell you, it's never the same. When you can be in the present, in the sanctuary with the people of God. There is no substitute for that. No substitute. What I feel this morning is exactly what the Lord wants the people of God to feel and experience. And I'm just soaking it. I'm just soaking it all in, Sister Sosha, And the songs that you sing, the the worship that we have here, oh, is priceless. Amen. It's priceless. So I'm gonna just share a little bit of my, my struggles during the pandemic, and I hope that I can help somebody here today especially the first two years, you know, we had to have a new norm of living. We couldn't do church, we couldn't do ministry as what we did before. And most of us were home-based. I don't know whether you guys will have to work at home, but most of us, we, we have to get rid of our office, and we end up working at home. And as time goes by, I kind of got used to being at home. I got used to that. And it feels good to be home most of the time. To the point that I love my cave. I call it a cave. <laughs> it's comfortable there. And, and you know what? We even got a dog during those times. <laughs> <laughs> Just enjoying you know the time that we have because you you must understand before the pandemic hit, We were busy. We were like traveling all over and our whole our house was neglected So the pandemic sort of forced me to take a look at my house What needs to repair what needs to be fixed and stuff like that and I get caught up in that For the next one year I got caught up in my home and and I felt comfortable and sometimes, you know I didn't want to go out I didn't want to do things and, and you know, sometimes the Lord would say, okay, let's go and, and do this and that. And I, I, I wanted to stay in my cave. Right. Just, just let me stay in my cave. <sighs> what well, I'm saying that we can all get comfortable. Right. The pandemic can force us to be living in our comfort zone. Amen. And lo and behold, the Lord knew that I couldn't stay in my comfort zone for too long so he opened a door for me he opened a door for me to befriend a neighbor during the pandemic um there there was a lot of undercurrent that was going and one of our saints actually introduced um, me Uh, i don't know whether you can see a picture there I, i actually have some pictures here And I befriended this neighbor called Sister Alice. I can call her Sister Alice because she got baptized last year. And I I chanced upon this opportunity when one of our saints actually told us that this is like his godmother. So he said, I have a godmother, my buddy's mom, who is going to get baptized. But during the pandemic, the churches wasn't really... you know, open to baptize people. So they had to go through like schedule dates before she could even get there to get baptized. So I told one of our saints, which is Brother Calvin, I don't know whether you still remember him, and said, Brother Cal, if she wants to get baptized, why does she need to wait for months before she can do that? Because the Bible says today is the day of your salvation. Right. Said so let's hit it while it's hot, while she has a desire to do that. So I told Brother Calvin set it up, and and then when he told me where this lady stay, I said, Brother, you should have told me earlier. She lives just five minutes walk away from my house. Wow. Five minutes walk from my house, and that was how God took me out of my comfort zone and say that I got to step out and help somebody so I started my journey with sister Alice the first time when I met her she was going through depression she was dealing with multiples of medical conditions and she was going through a rough time but she knew that she needed to get baptized because her son is a Christian and her son is my Saints buddy <laughs> and but he's from another denomination so he was trying to get his mom to church trying to get mom to do stuff with him and mom has always you know thought that Christianity is a religion so the reason why she wants wanted to get baptized is because okay, I'm trying to help you understand from the Asian culture when, a, when an old person decide to get baptized, m- majority of the time is because their children are Christian. So they, 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 are, they are afraid that if they die, their children will not hold a funeral for them. Because Christians are, are not supposed to bow down to other idols and hold joysticks or whatever ritual that they go through. So her reasons for getting baptized was because she wanted her children... To hold a funeral when that day comes. And so I got to understand her more and more as I go and visit her every week. And I hear her. I taught her the Bible study. And that was the first time when she ever heard me say, Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a relationship. And it blew her mind away because she thought that if i get baptized that's it i'm ready to go to heaven i don't have to do anything else i don't really have to live a christian life as long as i get baptized you know i just need to go to the ritual to become a christian that was her mindset and i went in every week i ground her in the word of god i I taught her the Bible study to help her understand that, you know what, if you can get a true encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ, this will never be a chore for you to go to church. Because you see, the son was trying to drag her to church. And she would tell me, she'd tell me, um, on the morning when my son is supposed to pick me up to go to church, I will pick up the phone and, and tell my son, uh, I'm not feeling too well. I, I need to stay home today. We'll plan another, another day to go to church. So that, that was her at that time. And then so the son was uh, a bit discouraged, but okay, let's find other ways to get my mother involved. So during those times, they started a Zoom care group meeting in their church. And so she invited a mom to be a part of the care group. So, mom will say, okay, all right, I'll do it. And she went on the Zoom to attend the care group meeting. But then she looked at the screen, right? And she looked at all those faces. These are unfamiliar faces. I don't really know you. You are a stranger to me. I don't know you. You don't know me. But you're asking me questions that is personal. I'm not sure whether I can open up to you because I don't know who you are. And you're asking me to open up? And that was tough for her. So she began to give excuses to her son again. And until we started the Bible study and I built a relationship with her, she started to tell me her whole life story. She told me things and secrets that i mean like i would never volunteer for her to, to tell me but she would just open up her heart and then we will pray we will minister together and study the word of god and that's the beautiful thing about when you can get involved in somebody's life well in the in the beginning it will look messy my my husband talks about it this morning people are messy you know if you want to step out into somebody's life get ready for the mess get ready for that and so I got involved I pray for her and she would call me at times and say that oh I got this pain I got this like I'm hospitalized I'm this and that and and I will pray for her and then I'll car- encourage her and Sister Alice started to grow because she 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 was just so childlike. What I love about her is that she's 67 years old. She's old enough to be my mother. But she looked to me as though I'm her spiritual mother. (laughs) And I still remember the day when she told me that I want to get baptized in Jesus' name. And we brought her down and we baptized her on the 27th of November, 2021. And long and, and not long before, after that, she started that she wanted to come to visit our church service. And that was on her own accord. I've never asked her to come. But she wanted to come on her own accord. Can you see the difference here? Yeah. I don't have to drag you to church. But she wanted to do it because now she understood. I have a relationship with the Lord. And she came to the service For the first time, an apostolic service. And she was so cute. You know, she got to meet the bigger family. Now it's just not me, but she got to meet the bigger family. And then when she, after the service, she came up to me, very childlike. And I love it what she said because it's so childlike, but it's so true. She told me, I'm just like a baby. And it's about a month that she has being born again. And she said that, I'm learning to take my first baby step. And coming to church that day was her first baby step. It's so beautiful. It was so beautiful. And I was just tearing up, just hearing that from her. Because our goal as as a Bible study teacher is to see our student grow spiritually. Spiritually. And for her, I knew that I gotta I gotta introduce her to a bigger family because it was getting to a point that she's relying too much on me. You know how every baby is? They want their mom, they want their dad all the time. And I knew that I gotta introduce her to mom, bigger brother and sisters in the church. And that's what I introduced her to Sister Florence, the lady that is in the spectacles. And I said, Sister Florence, I want you to just tag along with me. And we're going to teach her another Bible study to ground her. And now, I'm not the teacher anymore, but Sister Florence is the teacher. And then she went through another 12 week of Bible study with her. And, and soon, she was just telling me, I don't think I can do what you do, Sister Leah. Because you can teach a Bible study to people, but I can't. I'm old. I'm 67 years old, and I'm not really educated. And I have to encourage her and say, Sister Alice, God can use you if you're willing. You know, God doesn't look at your background. God doesn't look at who you are. But if you have a desire and you know what to tell you the truth even though she's 67 years old but she's one of the most teachable student I have ever taught and it's very encouraging when you see an older person wanting to learn and when I see that she's wanting to learn I, I keep encouraging her you know what you don't have to be like me you can be you you are sister Alice and you're good at what you're doing so the door was open for her to go minister to somebody. And it was Sister Florence Care Group. One of the sisters in her group, the father was going through cancer. And they decided that maybe Sister Alice can share her testimony to the father. And she took up all the courage that she has. And she said, okay, I'm going to try. This is a spiritual baby I'm talking about. But as she has taken that first step, God is helping her to take another step so when she went forth and she she was scared, like I don't know whether they're gonna l- listen to me. What can I say that, that can help somebody? But the Lord she told me in her own words: the Lord used me, the Lord put words in my mouth to share. And I just spoke words that the Holy Ghost gave to me. Yeah. And she shared it, and then she said she was astounded because everybody was just looking at her and just hearing her share a story. And she knew that it was the Lord that was doing this through her. And, and the beautiful thing about this is that this uncle that you see in the, in the middle of this picture, he decided to get baptized. So Uncle James got baptized on the 24th of October, 2022. And Auntie Alice knew that she has a part to play in that. So why did I want to share this story? I want to let you know that we need to be able to say, God, I'm willing to come out of my comfort zone so that I can make a difference in somebody's life. And for my situation, it was just as simple as walking across. It's not far. It's not like I got to be involved in a mission trip. I got to go Africa i gotta go to ethiopia i gotta go somewhere no it's as easy as crossing over to your neighbor's house any man or a woman in need and you know what i was taught when i was young the need is the call and god will show you the needs around you and he's gonna open those doors for you to minister to people like that and you got to believe that you can make a difference in your neighborhood in the workplace wherever god place you in because when i told god lord the harvest is truly wide, but the laborers are few so may the lord give you that open door where you can minister and teach your bible study to somebody yes god bless you
0: I don't know about you but I hope this will encourage you. You know there's a song that I like but it's a worldly song. I I admit that I, you know, before Christ I love music and there's a song that goes like this. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. That was supposed to be an apostolic song. here to tell you my god is a good god he's been faithful A story that moved me so much There was this foreign man From a foreign country He was a part of a party Sister Shostran And A lot of people Are not comfortable talking with a Muslim man And they were all doing their things together But one man One man Saw this man alone This Muslim man alone He walked across and said Hello And pretty soon, they build a relationship. Guess what happens? The Muslim man was baptised in Jesus' name. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Just walking across. Oh, I love it when my wife says, just walk across. You have a wonderful opportunity. Let's not waste it. Forgiven. And, you know, there's a lot of invites out there. You know, I don't know what you're going to do But just throw some seeds You never know what's going to happen Your neighbours, your friends Your friends' friends I don't know, but God knows But we just got to step out And do what God wants us to do I want to talk to you for a few moments And I think it's a constant reminder for us That, you know, when we don't fish Things happen to us Okay, everybody say amen Amen you know, just give me a few moments. I know that you are hungry, but I'm going to do it quick, okay? But, but I want to encourage us, we can do something. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, I can do something. You know, Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Going to read all the way to verse 20. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I commanded you. Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. If you want God to be with you, you need to go. Amen. People deserve to hear this gospel People deserve to see Somebody who's witnessed the power of the gospel That's why in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 it says But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria to, And to the ends of the earth Amen How many witnesses of God's goodness have we here in the house of oh, the Lord yes, today? amen. Come on, how many witnesses have the Lord has been good? Amen. You know, again, take, I want to take a moment and remind you that the word commission is task, assignment, duty, job, charge, missions, authority, power, responsibility, position, appointment, command, directive, instruction, charge, contract, assignment, warrant. Amen. It's not a great suggestion. It's a great commission. And then why is it great? Because it carries with it an awesome responsibility. Because it has the power to save. Because it's a wonderful message. And because it's a wonderful privilege. Amen. So what happens when fishermen don't fish? You maybe say that, amen. When fishermen don't fish, they fight, they become political. Hmm. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's read Matthew chapter 20, verse 20 to 24. Then the mother of Zebedee's son came to him with his son, her sons, kneeling down and asking something from him. And he said to her, What do you wish? She said to him, When that these two sons of mine may sit, one on the right hand, and on the other on the left, in your kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, you do not know what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink and be baptized with the baptism that I, I am baptized with? They said to him, we are able. Wow. Wow. Talk about pride. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? They say, we are able. But then after that, when he was on the cross, they all ran away. So he said to them, you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with, but to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it is for those of you for whom it is prepared by my father. And when the ten heard it, <laughs> guess what happened? They were greatly displeased with the two brothers. Amen. Again, the disciples had forgotten the purpose about fishing for men. Amen. They, are, they already started about who's taking what role. Amen. Who's going to be Jesus in this this drama? (laughs) Who's going to have more parts? Don't you forget, the purpose of this is not the American Academy Award. Come on, everybody say amen. Are you with me here today? This is not uh, the American Idol. Amen. We are not in a singing competition. Amen. Everybody say amen. You see, you know, we start off right... You know, as a brand new Christian, I want to see people safe. Amen. Right? Most of us start out right. Oh, I want to bring my mom. I want to bring my dad. I want to bring my friends. And suddenly, we forgot the purpose. Our our motives become tainted with our own agenda. Why? Because we are humans. We are flawed. Amen. And then suddenly, it's not about... You know, the love for soul suddenly is the love of prestige, the love of position, the love of, oh, look at me, look at me. Yeah. Amen. And then when they become political, they lose sight of the greater purpose and we got to be careful. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Lord. Come on. and uh, You know, I, I don't know about you, but, but I've been speaking to a lot of pastors. They say those that are giving them the most problem, they are doing nothing. everybody say praise God. God. Those that are upset, you know, those that want to talk about uh, uh, how you're going to spend the budget, uh, they are the ones that normally are not giving. Because they don't understand. You know what? You know, in Tabernacle Joy, we don't have a building like this every Sunday. We don't. I wish we do, but the time has not yet come. And every Sunday we have young men young men young women, carrying those equipment down setting it up on a sunday basis coming in the morning and putting those things up and doing the best that they can so that we can have service and because sometimes electronics you never know whether it works or not but then we have uh, we have to do with whatever we have and sometimes it doesn't sound good and i always notice. this those that critique are sitting back there. Hey, why the sound like that? Hey, why this is this happening? Hey, hey, why is this? I've said it, you know why? Because we need more laborers. Yeah. That's why. Amen. It's so easy to critique. Be the solution. You know what I've learned from Pastor Willoughby? He told me this. If you ever bring a problem to me, you'll be the solution. So many people will tell you, oh, the stage needs cleaning. Who knows? Would you want to clean the stage? you got to be careful, because when we lose sight of the Great Commission, we become political. It's all about me. It's about my position. You know, again, uh, uh, the, the, the whole purpose of the Great Commission is what? Is to go sick and save that which was lost. Amen. Everybody say praise God. It, you know what I've realized, the more we work in harmony, the less we will critique each other, we will support my brother, amen! I, I'm so glad to see all these men, I'm so glad to see all those people coming out to help out in the play, you know, coming together, walking together. You know, I love it because you, you guys are working together on a project! And the project is not just to entertain people, but it's to share the Gospel! You know what I love about this group of volunteers? You have old and you have young. Amen. That's amazing. I hope I don't offend you when I say you are old. <laughs> I'm getting older and being old is not fun. But yet, you could have just sat down, relaxed. Everybody came and chipped in. Amen. I so appreciate everyone just jumping in to help out. Doing whatever little they can do, yes. Amen. You know when you understand the play, and there be times where they're going to make mistakes. That's right. You know what? But you keep on cheering them on yes. because it's not easy just coming to the stage. And these people are not Hollywood actors. They're doing the best that they can, and if that's their best, it's fine with me. Everybody say praise God. <laughs> When, when, when fishermen don't fish, they become judgmental. Or I call them, they have a religious spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's, let's look at Matthew chapter 9, verse 10 to 13. Now it happened as Jesus sat at the table in the house, that, that behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with him and, say, and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard that, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. You know, there are times we have people coming to church and sometimes, you know, we human beings have a way to judge people. You know, some of the ways that we make ourselves feel good is we look at their flaws and we push people down so that we feel ourselves, make ourselves feel good. Come on, everybody, say amen. Uh, Come on, how many of you have done that? I've done that so many times. You know, I I know I'm supposed to do certain things in the church. I know I'm supposed to be doing and get involved in the Great Commission. And when somebody brings their friend, look at them, they're wearing a miniskirt. You know why we do that? Because we want to, first of all, we're giving excuses to justify our inactivity. You know, how many of you, when, when, when you tell, us your son, go take the tr- trash out. They always have an excuse. Uh, 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 because, because, uh, 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 it wasn't done this way. I, I don't care. I just told you, oh, because brother did this. Because, or they make themselves feel better by pushing somebody down. Amen. Because when you understand their story, because I always tell people this, don't judge the fruit until you know the roots. You never know where they came from. Only when you go and enter their life, you hear the abuse. You know what? I'm going to share something. I don't know how you're going to take, care, uh, take this, but I'm going to share. I'm in Philippines, and we were in a call center, and many call centers are homosexual. Amen. I don't judge them. I walked them, I shake their hands. My son don't know how to behave. My son don't know. He was like. <laughs> and he didn't know. And he felt so bad because he's never experienced this. He shouted. And he told me that I felt so convicted that I treat them that way. And he went up there and shook their hand. I'm sorry that I treat you this way. I'm just sorry. Yes, I ministered to them. Yes, I ministered to them. Because when you start to hear their story of child abuse, when they were young, they were beaten up. When they were young, they were molested. When they were young, they were raped. That's why they have this, this, this bitterness that they are locked in their world. But somebody's got to share the gospel to them. Amen. I I thank God for this pastor that has this call center. And then, I'm glad to tell you this, after three years of lockdown, they they did home Bible study. Guess what? They are married, amen, with the opposite gender, okay? Married to the opposite gender, they become straight and they have their own family. Oh, I'm so glad that, that sometimes we have to have programs that people don't want to have like divorce care you know why because they are hurting god never tell us to go to a world that is perfect the more we are seeing people hurting out there the more we got to get ready the more people are addicted to porn the more people they are addicted to all kinds of vices we got to help them this will be the greatest us. this will be the greatest man of God because amen are you with me amen. come on everybody say praise the, Lord. praise the Lord because if I'm not careful I I'll be like in the same place I want my church to be perfect you know what if your church is all perfect then something is wrong maybe some of us are not really in the business of uh, so winning making disciples. Amen. Everybody say, praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. We have to be careful. Let me say this again. You know my stand. You know, fences are rules are not wrong in themselves, but please do not try to scale the fish before they are in the boat. Oh Lord, help me. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 12 tells us, for what have I to do with judging those who are outside? Do you not judge those who are inside? We don't judge the people on the outside because they don't know Jesus. Amen. Amen. And number three, when fishermen (laughs) don't fish, they run away. Oh Lord, help me. Luke chapter 22, verse 56 to 62. You know, the God lit a fire in the courtyard and sat around and Peter joined them. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said this man was one of Jesus' followers. Peter denied it. You know, when, 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 when you are not in the business, when you are not together doing the work of God, your roots are shallow. Yeah. You are not rooted. Another word for rooted is the word radical. That's where we get the word radish. You say, oh, I want to get radical. Do you know what it means? It means get rooted, get involved get involved so that oh when when all winds of doctrine will come you know you are grounded oh let me tell you something okay i i I wanted always to be involved in bible study and i i I, brother show strength i don't have the goods but in a bible study you know i i hate reading how many of you hate reading rave i hate reading but when people start to begin to ask me about the oneness of God, oh, if, if, if you know, uh, uh, God is one, and why Jesus have to pray, I, I begin to take out David Bernard's book and study it. Oh, it's the best book ever. Because when people start to question my faith, I study. Amen. If you ask me to study without motivation, I won't. Hello? Come on, I need a motivation, but I need to defend my faith. Come on, are you with me? Oh, I begin to study now. I be, now I love reading. Yeah. Amen. Because you know what? Until I'm challenged, you know, I, uh, I, I realize this, sister so friend. If I don't know how to defend my faith, means I don't know what I believe. So, you know, in the home Bible study, they asked me a lot of questions. In fact, I taught a Bible study student. who oh, is scary because before he come to the Bible study, he go to the atheist website. And ask all kinds of questions. Uh, that, uh, you know, I get scared because now in Singapore, when you teach a Bible study, they take out their Google and search whatever you're teaching. Yeah. But that challenges me. Oh, you know what? I believe that truth can stand investigation. Yeah. Let me say that again. I believe truth can stand investigation. <laughs> so it make me go study. It make me go become a student of God's Word amen because I believe this I'm rooted I'm studying, and the more I study the more I give biblical answers I get rooted I get rooted I get rooted yes, yes. amen when someone say oh don't go to that church it's a account someone say this I say no 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 you got no idea what I've seen God has revealed that he is a one God yes. you know what uh, you know especially the newborn again experience the message of being born again of water and the spirit you know, I, 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 I try to debate it. I try to find loopholes. The more I study, the more I get convinced. Amen. Because you know what? I believe truth can stand investigation. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. So, so when, 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 when trials come, when people tell you, you are in the wrong church, you're wrong, you got it wrong. Come on. Explain to me why I'm in the wrong church. Open your Bible. Let's look. Oh, John 3.16. How about John 3.5? They go like, oh, oh. Come on, oh, accept the Lord. Show me the scripture where it shows accept the Lord. I'll gladly receive that. Oh, they they can't. In fact, why don't you join my Bible study? I like your your questions because you know what? Questions makes us think. Amen, come on. Let's do a Bible. I invite you to the Unlocking the Bible 12 weeks lesson. Amen, because I believe truth can stand investigation. And I also want to check whether I know my deal. Amen. I I love to teach a Bible study because every student has different questions. And if I can answer them, then you know what? I'm not learning anything. I'm a learner. I tell people all the time, if I teach a Bible study, I'm learning from you too, you know. I'm tested in, 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 in my doctrine. I'm tested in my commitment to doctrine. I'm tested. When when somebody sees, you know what? When when you become a father and a mother, you can't do anything you want to do anymore. That's responsibility. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Lord. You see, the reason why people can just run away is because they are not rooted. Or the word, shall I say, the Greek word that comes from the word rooted is rooted. Radical That's where we get the word radish Some of us need to get planted Some of us need to really soak in and understand what the Lord has said Amen And the only way you test this out is when you go out there Do the Father's business And then when someone has a question You know, don't be worried about the question You know what, I've always tell people this Good question deserve a good answer I'll get back to you Let me go study about it, I'll get back, okay? Then I'll come back before my PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) Since you asked, I'm glad you asked. Because we must be able to give an answer. We are not stupid people. Hello? This is not blaring faith. This is a calculated faith. Amen. This is something that I ponder for a long time before I make this decision. Amen. And it's so real. And that's what we do. We invest. We we, we get into studying the word of the Lord. I I still remember this one time, you know, Brother Willoughby says, if there's no home Bible study teacher, you pretend, or there's no home Bible study student, you pretend you're teaching the air. You pretend that you're doing lesson one teaching to invisible people. I told God, I pray for a Bible study. There's nothing. So I begin to teach lesson one to invisible people. And I was crying, God, this is my commitment. Give me a Bible study. Give me a Bible study. I'm going to lesson one. I'm teaching invisible people. You draw all men. Everybody say praise the Lord. Lord. Amen. And God gave me more than just one. Come on, everybody say praise God. God. We had a bunch of Methodist kids that that God filled with the Holy Ghost and they come in with with questions and and they were challenging me all the time. That one hour became four hours of Bible study. And guess what? They are now my staff. Come on, they are working for me full time right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen! Everybody say, praise God. praise God. Come on, everybody say, praise the, praise the Lord. Let me tell you, when you get involved in the harvest field, I would say that you will spend more time studying the Word of God. I would say that you will increase your prayer life. Yes. Amen. You will increase your prayer life. You will begin to pray for them and not you. Yes. I was as a new convert. Say one hour of prayer. That's impossible. My goodness, 15 minutes, I'm falling asleep and i got ADHD. <laughs> Lord, help me. But then when I have 10 names, Ten names every week of my friends, so one hour is never enough. Amen, one hour. I start to increase those lists. I start to put names on the board. I start to do things. These are my friends. These are my relatives. I'm here to tell you that both sides of the family, my father and my mother, her father and mother, save in Jesus' name, baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. And the the third blessing, the third blessing of soul winning is I get to replay my music. I get to replay the testimonies that that what the Lord has done for me. Oh, Lord, help me. Let me share something with you. Recently, I don't have it right now. I forgot it. I put it in the room. The doctors found out that I need to wear a hearing aid. Oh, I forgot to wear it today. And they say this. If you do not consistently wear your hearing aid, you are about five times to get dementia. That's what they say in John Hopkins wow. Hospital. And he sent me he sent me that article. It's no fun getting this type of news. I thought I could just bluff my way. I thought I could just make it louder, but it's more than that. I don't want to get dementia, but the Holy Ghost don't mean this. If you don't share your testimony of what I have done for you, you will get a dementia, a spiritual dementia of who you are. Right. Oh, yeah. oh, think You'll forget. My goodness, I got to get and share people my story because I can tell my story the best and i got to hear it for myself and many times when i share the story so many times when i share my story i begin to deal and they feel something in the holy ghost they say i don't know what i'm feeling but what you are sharing is powerful amen So please, I don't want you to have spiritual dementia. Because when you know, you you know what? When you don't know who you are, you make wrong choices. You don't know who you are, you get into sin. You don't know who you are, you will lose your way. Amen. You need to be reminded that God is good. I'm born again. Amen. God did not give me a spirit of bondage to fear, but he gave me a spirit of adoption. Whereby i can call him ever father i have a heavenly father that loves me my earthly father failed me that's why i pray our father in heaven hallowed be thy name father that's what i pray eradicate all my negative experience of a father so that you can bring your freshness revelation of the heavenly father's love for me hallelujah And I become a child of God. Amen. I refuse to allow the spirit of fear to control me. I refuse that in Jesus' name. I will refuse to be operating in fear. (laughs) Amen. We shall walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Everybody say "Praise praise God. I have a heavenly father that is so in love with me. He's given me all authority, especially in the area of evangelism. So when I reach out to somebody, I have the backing of heaven. When I pray, I expect things to happen. Oh Lord, help me. You know, I have a dog. And God told me how to pray properly by my dog. When you command your dog, do you expect it to happen? I say, of course. When you pray about reaching out to somebody, you need to believe that it's going to happen. Yeah. And I realized, okay, if I don't ex- sit, you look at me like this. <sighs> when I say, sit, with a voice of authority, he goes, my, my, my son tried it, cannot get it, but I have a relationship with him. When I walk, come on. This is what I always do, come. And then you look up, come. you sit. You sit. When you walk in authority, that's what it looks like. When I reach out to people, that's why in lesson 8 of our home Bible study, Holy Ghost, my favorite lesson. I will make the presentation of the Holy Ghost, that you got to have it, don't leave home without it. And I will share about the benefits of having the Holy Ghost. And everyone was saying, the next question after teaching is this question, is there anything hindering you to receive the Holy Ghost right now? They say, "Uh, uh, no, do you want it? Uh, Pastor, you say the Holy Ghost is so good. How can I not want to have it? And I lay my hands on this individual. They fall flat speaking in tongues. That's authority. I'm, I'm, I'm not using my own authority. My own authority, that's nothing. But in the Word of God, it says that, blessed are they at thirst and hunger, For righteousness, for they shall be filled. I didn't write that. And there's a bonus that come upon me when I gauge that person's hunger. I said, you're ready. You don't need to come on a Sunday. You Now you're ready. You know, I taught this principle to our church. Now everybody gets the Holy Ghost before they come to Sunday service so when people ask me oh don't don't you give a a a holy ghost call no they already receive it already hallelujah because i believe that if you are a man of authority you can walk into an atmosphere and take authority of the atmosphere demons fly out that was what jesus did he walked with such an authority amen he doesn't need no music team he just walked with authority and then things begin to happen Everybody say, praise the Lord. And God wants to give us that authority. Amen. Amen. I, I have a new convert. You know, he was praying. This person lost, you know, lost his mother and he was praying. A young new convert prayed. And lo and behold, while he was interceding for his Bible study, guess what happened? His tongue twitched. And then he started giving the word of prophecy. Amen. And God began to use him. And he go like, wow. And gave that exact word that the, the, I needed. Because He's making Himself open to the Spirit. Everybody say praise God. God. Amen. Again, when fishermen don't fish, they forget. Everybody say forget. Forget. You know, again, they forget what the Great Commission is all about. John chapter 21 verse 1 and 3 says this, after these things, Jesus showed Himself again to the disciples at the Sea of and the, this way he showed himself, Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathanael of Canaan and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and the two others of his disciples were together. And Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. Yep. <laughs> what? Jesus show up. Resurrected Jesus show up. Yep, right. I am going fishing. Back to business. When you enter into this church, God filled with the Holy Ghost, it's never back to business. Are you busy doing the Father's business or your business? Amen. You know, being a disciple is it's not about doing what I want, doing what He wants. When fishermen don't fish, they Forget the things of God. They want, their wants become more important than God's will. Their desire becomes supreme to God's decrees. Amen. We've got to be careful. Amen. Let the main thing be main thing. I love it when I hear that Siobhan <laughs> becoming fishes of men at a very young age. Amen. I will tell, tell you this. All my children are home Bible study teachers. You know why? Because they pick it up at home. My son will teach a Bible study. Abby will teach a Bible study. We will look for home Bible study. We are like eagles, amen, looking for home Bible studies, amen. Amen. Adora and Sean were involved in a home Bible study with his own mother and his own brother. And they are filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name. Because you cannot listen to me very carefully this. I want this to be a lifestyle. I cannot teach this. I can only impart if I'm living the lifestyle amen everybody say praise god. praise god you see listen to me very carefully you know we need to get our alignment right the motive of evangelism of making disciples is because i am grateful to what the lord has done yes. amen not because i'm going to oh i need ten home bible study to go to heaven no that's not not dead at all you know we are not saved by works however we got responsibilities yes. Amen. And we should evangelize or make disciples because we love people. We should evangelize and make disciples to be like Jesus. Amen. And we need to make disciples because hell is real. Amen. So, I'm going fishing. So, when you want to go fishing, where do you go to? You intentionally go to a pond that has fish. You won't go to a pond that has no fish. Where are the fishes? People that are open to the gospel. Okay, this will help you a lot. They have three T's, okay, to help you remember. Number one, when people are in transition, people are troubled, and people are in tension. This is where they are open to the gospel. Amen. Can I give you an acronym that will help you become better in this? It's very simple. If all of us will do this, right? Right. We can win somebody, okay? The word is blessed, B-L-E-S-S. B, B, every day. Start off with a simple prayer, Lord, I'm willing, send me. Show me who was the hurting. Then L, everybody say L. L. What's the letter L stands for? You listen to conversations. You listen to people who are in transition, trouble, or there's tension in the home. You listen. E, everybody say E. This is what everybody can do. We eat with them. We buy them a meal and follow up with them. Eat with them. S, serve them. Serve them. Anything that I can do to help you. You know what? I was watching this video. This may help you. Send them a link. I was thinking about you. And S, here comes the beautiful part. When you lay out all the foundation, you share your testimony. Bless, I want to bless somebody today. If all of us will get around doing this, you know, we can invite so many people that this place cannot, cannot feel. Yes. You know, all you need to do is to reach one. Amen. i thought our people all the time, you know, why look at Netflix and watch drama when you can have drama unfolding before your life? Why? I, I don't know whether, but I, I was kind of shocked by the show strength that young people nowadays like Korean dramas. They like, right? I mean, I was like, you don't even understand the language, but you can go, <laughs> those things are fictional. But if you go out there and touch somebody's life, that's real. You lay hands on people, you see the miraculous happen. You see the power of the gospel working at someone's life. You know what? If you want drama in your life, stop looking at Prime, uh, Prime Amazon, Netflix. You got so many. Hulu. Is it Hulu? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I look at this. My goodness, you guys are so... T- distracted from the main business. Amen. Everybody say praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. Amen. And next thing, when you go fishing, intentional, looking at the same form, equip yourself with the right equipment. At Tabernacle we have all kinds of equipment to train our people. And those of you, if you have an Apple, if you have an Android, we develop a material that is free. It's called Born Again Mobile born again mobile if you don't know how to teach a bible study there are charts there teaching you how just narrate the story on the bottom hello amen we designed this to help everybody to share the gospel it's called born your you guys are not interested come on look up your app born again mobile because I believe that everybody can learn how to share the gospel. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. You got to know, and the most important thing, and i will close with this, know where the fish is eating, know where the fish are. Amen. Simple. Take out your tackle machine, know your, the fish that you're looking for, and go. And also, there you need to realize one thing. There are seasons where fish bites. timing. Don't push into somebody who is not ready. You pray for them. You wait patiently. You know what I realize about fishing? It's a waiting game. Amen. Hardly many times when you throw in, the fish will bite immediately. You just wait. You wait. Maybe this is not a good spot. Let's go to another spot and Throw it there. I've a bite Ooh. <laughs> And then you learn how to adjust and play with your gear Ooh, I got it Amen, but you see You know why is fishes of men? I'll tell you why because God never intended for us to be hunters you know about hunting if I'm not mistaken about hunting when you shoot game over all the animals run away right when you shoot game over all the animals run away but for fishing you can try one spot again you can try another spot again you can try in my own experience listen 10 people you reach out only one will come back the more The philosophy of making disciples, the more you sow, the more you're going to reap. Come on, everybody, say praise the Lord. I want you to turn to somebody and say, I can do this. Come on, turn to somebody and say, I can do this. Why don't we stand? Amen. Amen. Brother Shostran, would you come, lead us in prayer? You know, but I believe with all my heart that we're going to have a harvest in Easter. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, we begin to pray right now because the Bible says it's not the harvest problem, it's the laborer's issue. Amen.